she's got it on mute. There she goes. I, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I am here also. I have me a Coke Zero with a little bit of vodka. I also just took a muscle relaxer, so I'm ready to party. <laughs> you feeling all right? Uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you later. Okay, good to know. Um, I'm holding my um, BSB Fangirls on air with the BSB Fangirl Life cup full of my sparkling water. Me too. We're going to have to take a picture of it afterwards and post. Sounds good. I, made, I also look like crap because I just finished my light boxer workout. I have, so. um, I almost said powder. I have flour all over me because I was making Nick a cake. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Uh, Nick, if you're out there, know that there's a cake being made in your name how, somewhere in Georgia. How good it is, I can't tell you, but I mean, it's going to be good <laughs> enough for me to eat with some ice cream, so. <laughs> what frosting are you going to put on it? Um, you well, in the middle, I put buttercream. Mm-hmm. Um, I, might, mm-hmm. I might do chocolate on the outside, but I wanted to decorate it, so I, chocolate looks weird with decorations i think okay but it tastes so good chocolate i know always always the chocolate i know maybe i might go with chocolate i haven't decided yet okay so i guess we can go ahead and get started because this is the episode where nick turns um 43 which is a reminder that i turn 43 in a few months (laughs) and i do not yet and that we are old as shit you are not old and also Nicholas, if you ever hear this, um, your post made me laugh because you look damn good at 43. Really? You are not old. look a lot better than and I do. That's if that's old. Bring it on. You look a lot better than I do. Untrue. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Nick, so <laughs> well. <clears throat> but I'll give you that. One. <laughs> okay, so okay, we're, this week it's going to be a little scattered because we don't really have a plan. We just we're just making it all about Nick. Um, first off, it's been a while since we've done one of these because A, um, let's see, the whole New York thing was a mess. B, Amber went to another country for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't up for getting on and talking about Backstreet Boys. It was kind of depressing. And then, um, and then I had some headaches and I don't know, it's just a bunch of crap, but we are finally here in honor of Nick. Yes, if anything can bring us back to this, it's always going to be it's Nick. It's always right? Nick. Oh, Nick. All right. All right. So, <laughs> do you want to um, take kickoff? Because Amber went to the um, Aaron Charity event in LA. Um, Songs for Tomorrow. Yes. I did. I got to be there in the building. Um, and it was quite a small venue. Um, one of Lance's clubs down there Um, and I mixed him up because the last time I was down there for one of these types of things um, he had something at one of his other clubs so luckily they're right across the street from each other Um, so yeah it was it was it was a weird um, it was a weird anticipation kind of thing like normally when I'm getting ready for any of these kinds of events where I get to do whatever it is with the boys see the boys um, do a a show or or any of it um, I always have like this kind of excited nerves butterfly thing happening. And I'm always like, just really excited, looking forward to it. And um, this time it felt very different. Um, It felt like, like I'm still anticipating the event, but um, 
I don't know. It just, it felt different. It felt like more somber, I guess. I mean, obviously given the circumstances. Yeah. The other, the other thing for me, as I, for some of you might know this, but I am a school-based mental health worker. So anything related to mental health, mental illness and children's mental health, mental illness for um, even more so are just very close to, to me, to my heart, to the work I do. Um, so that, that added to it because it was exciting to be part of this event where they're raising awareness and, and raising funds to support this organization. And actually on our sleeves is an organization that I use in my work um, because they actually have some really great resources. But um, anyway, so it was just an interesting, different tone to the day. But, um, you know, once we figured out where we were and where we were supposed to go, um, it was nice to see a lot of people there that, um, you know, that, I'm used to seeing at some events. So it was nice to see some friendly faces. Um, there were a lot of people I didn't know that were um, primarily a lot of NSYNC fans. We're really excited to see Lance. Um, Joey and Chris were supposed to be there. At least they were announced on the website, but they weren't. Um, so it was just Lance. But I that's fine with me because I love Lance. Um, so it was nice to see that. But um, yeah, so we were able to go in and we... Um, did get an opportunity to say hi um, and, and take pictures for those of us that had the VIP package, which I was fortunate enough to get. So um, it was kind of a weird, like everybody was just in a space and they brought them out and they were just in the back and it was this bottleneck thing of like, just find a way in. Um, <laughs> so it was a little bit chaotic, which was weird. It was like shoveling everybody through, but um, thankfully most, most people were pretty nice and, and calm. Um, and it was so when we took the pictures, I honestly don't remember. There's so many people. It was AJ and Nick and Lance. David Archuleta was there. Um, the O-Town oh. guys, Eric, uh, Jacob, Jacob. And Trevor. And Dan Trevor, was, who came Dan later. Was not, Dan was not there. No. Trevor came, like, after a while. He wasn't there for all the pictures. Um, and then B. Howard was there. And a couple of guys that B. Howard was performing with, to be honest, I don't know who they are, but they came out on stage for one of his songs and they were there. And I'm sure um, Ryan Cabrera, I think, might have been there too. Yes. So it was kind of a weird mix of um, 90s people. <laughs> but uh, it was cool. I, I, when it was my turn, I got to, I said, it, there's so many of them. It was difficult to like talk to all, all of them. So I just went in and I said uh, a quick hi to David Archuleta, who I've never met. And I love my dad and I used to be like, we used to obsess over his songs. Um, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> 20 years ago. Your dad? Um, but he, my dad and I, yeah. My dad loves like cool, like, I don't know, it, relaxed like tunes. I don't know. He's a fan. Um, but he and I used to we used to love David Archuleta, but so I got to say hi to him and I told him I love you. And he was like, me? And I was like, yeah, you, you're really <laughs> awesome. Um, I still like jam out to that song Crush, which he ended up singing, which was great. And then I got to give Lance a hug, which was nice because the last time I gave Lance a hug, which was the first time I met him, um, I don't remember it. And I'm told I didn't let go of him and it was quite a scene. So <laughs> I'm happy that this was very different and I had a coherent conversation with him. And then I said a quick hi to AJ and Nick. And I actually decided, um, so I I dabble in art. I am not um, by any means good or like fantastic at it. But I did an art a painting for Nick um, that I started a while back that I wanted to do. It's just a picture of or a painting of his CDs stacked up on the beach, basically. And when this event came up and Herbs to Love You came out, I decided 
to finish it. And I stacked Hurts to Love You on top. And I thought about not giving it to him um, for this particular event or maybe not at all. But I decided to go ahead and do it. So I went in and I, I gave him a quick hug and then I handed it to him. And, and he it was like he was on autopilot. He, he, he looked at me, he smiled and he said, oh, thank you. And then um, he looked back down at it and he realized like what it was. It was personalized. And he was like, oh, wow, thank you. This is awesome. And he was kind of you know looking at it for a minute and talking with me about it for a second. And then we took a quick picture and I got to see my goodbyes. But um, he was in pretty good spirits and everybody seemed to be pretty upbeat. And I had a chance while we were waiting for the show to start to talk to Angel, who I've never met before. She is such a sweetheart. Um, we had a really good conversation and... I was sharing with her because um, she's she's so passionate about this work now, especially. Um, I was sharing with her like my biggest barriers in the field, and some of the things that um, even on our sleeves, who I think is a great organization, but they're they're still lacking. They have some great resources when it comes to minority populations, which is yeah. a big focus of the work I do. But even still, there's there's just so much more work to do in that. So. So we had a conversation about that. It was really good and kind of got some ideas for things that um, kind of next steps, which was fun. Um, yeah. And then the show was great. Um, everybody did one, two, three songs, depending on who the artist was. Um, a few of them I had never seen. So like uh, B. Howard, I didn't know him. He was fun to watch. Um, I'd never seen Ryan Cabrera live, but I, I remember his, he had the a one really big song way back in the day, but he actually did this local show once a long time ago and actually performed with one of my best friends so that was kind of a weird um random <clears throat> I connection saw i saw him years ago um when i was living in athens <clears throat> with tyler hilton from one Troy hill oh yeah <laughs> it was a good he show. was he was fun and he he played the guitar um and actually his guitar um it was plugged into the amp but it needed batteries and in the middle, I think if you, you probably saw this on the live stream, if you watched it, but it was pretty hilarious because the batteries just went out in the middle of his first song. And he had to like, he was actually calling out, does anybody have double A batteries in their purse? And like, everybody's looking around like, I don't care. He's like, you don't carry batteries in your purse. Like, oh my God. I would have um, had batteries because of my hilarious. camera. Well, and then somebody off stage came running up and gave him the batteries and he's talking to us while he's changing the batteries and his, his guitar. Um, and then he just jumped right back in, you know, true performers, they, they don't let those kinds of things get to them, but it was, it was funny. It was a funny little break. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't think to do that. And he, he made a comment about that. He's like, I thought about it earlier. Like I probably should have changed my batteries, but I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> like first song. Um, so that was pretty funny. And then he did come back out when everybody came back at, at the end, but it was funny cause he didn't sing. He just played the guitar, which I thought was interesting, but, uh, but yeah, he was pretty good to watch. And then um david archuleta which was for me one of the highlights he's so good and he has some really good newer stuff it's not that new anymore but um therapy sessions i think is the name of the album um which is all about like basically his therapy session so it's kind of cool to, to hear his story and he's pretty um, interesting and cool guy um but yeah and then you know we saw o-town and lfo oh yeah lfo um brad from lfo was there i've never seen them live or him live i saw, I saw him way back in the day yeah so he came out with um like a coat rack and he had two pairs of shoes of um like converse just hanging on those the rack um which signifies the other two members of his band um who sadly have both passed away um one i think maybe 15 years ago and another 
the last five years or so. Yeah, so, Devin, Devin was not too long ago. It was, yeah, it was, it was before, maybe right before COVID. Um, yeah, he said, to, I want to say 2018-ish, um, yeah. something like that. And the whole night was emotional for so many reasons. And, you know, it, Aaron's music was being played and we saw videos and pictures of him and stuff. And um, I was prepared for that. So I, you know, expected the emotions that came with that. Um, Brad talked about his own personal story and how after Devin died, which I guess was his best, best friend, and he was his bandmate forever, um, how he went into a depression. And he talked about um, how hard it was for him to kind of get himself pulled out of that and and the importance of self-care and how he had to realize um, you have to take care of yourself to be able to be your best self for others. And it really struck a chord for me because it's a journey that I'm kind of in the middle of right now trying to work through on my own. Yeah. So that's where I started to get emotional. And then um, my good friend was standing like friends on either side of me and they both kind of snuggled in and this really sweet girl behind us who, who was uh, apparently the biggest Lance fan ever. Um, she, she like leaned in and gave me a hug. She's like, I don't know your story at all, but I just want to give you some love. And Aww. it was just a very like, collectively beautiful supportive environment for almost everybody there were like one or two people there that were getting a little bit out of control and yelling at a turn and you know didn't really know where they were and you know how to read the room but um like I think two of them got kicked out because they were being really disrespectful but other than that it was really just everybody was just loving on each other and supporting one another and that's um yeah even on stage you know when um everybody was out because you know, after that we had you know, O-Town saying O-Town came out and sang with LFO and then um, uh, AJ came out and Lance joined O-Town um, and then they did a little clip um, of a song well actually they say they played the whole song Aaron's song Recovery which I have heard in the past um, but not recently and I've never really listened to it i don't think i've ever heard it because I, ha- I i'm i'm gonna be honest i have not listened to Aaron stuff in years mm-hmm. due to other other reasons yeah. so i <clears throat> i've never heard it i need to so <clears throat> i need to I, listen to that one quick detour on that i will say um then i said this to you yeah past as well Aaron is truly incredibly talented he I actually was a huge fan of his music, but I I did stop listening to him also, um, despite loving his music just for other reasons. And um, I didn't love his stuff when we were younger, like the the I Want Candies and Crush On You stuff from way back when. It It was fun, bubbly, whatever, but I didn't connect with it. But his newer stuff, the stuff he put out, I think it's the Love album, um... I loved those songs. They're really, really good. He has a very distinct sound and he did it himself. Like he, he was incredibly talented. Um, we wrote everything. He produced them. Um, we supported the producing of it and you know, all of those pieces. So um, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to listen to his stuff, um, I would suggest you do. It's really, really good. Um, I think he had, I don't know whatever happened to the album that was released a couple days after he passed. Did that one go away? Yeah, they took it down. I think, okay. I think they might be um, going to release it probably under his estates okay. doing probably once that gets settled. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I, I haven't heard any of those. I chose not to buy that after that happened. Um, so I don't know about that, but the, the last songs like fool's gold is, one of my all-time favorites and he has a song called city lights that never made it on an album but um it's on youtube and it's so good 
Um, but anyway, they played Recovery, which, um, you know, it's a very personal song for him. And Angel shared that he wrote it when he was in um, kind of more clarity. And um, it's pretty sad. It's it's hard hitting. And then immediately from that clip, they went into a home video of Nick and Aaron um, playing basketball. And that was like, I literally looked at my friend and was like, no, why did they like, no, this is not it's not cool. And that was the end of it. Um, and then Nick came out after that video was ending and just, he sang a song, no introduction. He just walked right on out, um, with a spotlight on him. And at first the, his mic wasn't on. So that first line he sang, couldn't hear him in the mic. We could hear him cause he was right up in front of us. But, um, but it's still with him didn't, didn't phase him. He just flipped over the mic, turned it on. Like somebody came up to help him and he just kind of signaled to them. I'm good. And then he just kept on going. Um, and it was, it was such a beautiful performance with, I mean, the song itself is beautiful. It's very heartfelt, but then, you know, obviously the emotion that he put into it and he made it all the way to the end before he had a hard time with it. Um, And, you know, you can just see the love he has and the, the sadness that he's feeling and being that like, right, literally I was in the front row. So like right there, a a foot or two away from him as he was singing that song and and I mean it's possible that he'll sing it again but I can't imagine this is a song he's going to like add to his set too regularly so that was another piece of it is like this may be the only time that I'll ever see this song live um and it's yeah so it was a very emotional experience and after that um AJ came out and he spoke and um AJ has his own journey that he talked about and he made a comment um, AJ's speech so, was amazing. It was. And he made a comment about, um, you know, with addiction, relapse is part of the, the journey. And, and that's true. Um, and he's acknowledged that he's gone through some of that. Um, and he, he shared at the time, whatever, uh, I think he said September 21 or something was his uh, anniversary, his sober anniversary. So it's been like a year and almost a year and a half. Um, and he said, like, I don't have another relapse in me. And yeah. that was really heart-wrenching to see him talking about that and some of the words he was saying and talking about every day he wakes up and he has to ask himself, like, basically, he has to will himself to get out of bed. He has to will himself to to be himself, to be who he is, because um, that's part of the journey. And Yeah, I think that's a lot of us, too. Like, I know for mm-hmm. me, it takes a lot. Like, you know, lately, you see, I've been sleeping really, really late, and that's not normally me so I know that's part of my whole thing too I've got to but no AJ's AJ's thing was it made me cry I knew I couldn't stand going to that event I could have went I just I knew it wasn't the place for me right now yeah I just stood there staring at him tears like pouring out of my eyes and I was like holding a little heart up to him the whole time just like dude I love you and I'm so proud of the work you've done on yourself um I'm thankful that this this event isn't about you um, because there was definitely a time when that was a likely possibility. Yeah. Um, and I pray and hope and wish that he continues on the journey he's on. Again, relapse is part of the journey. So I hope that he stays strong through that all. But um, but it was. It's it's sobering to listen to somebody like him talk about that. And For sure. Being there, um, seeing the emotion in his voice. I mean, he... He loved Aaron too. He was like his little brother. So there's just so many pieces to it. Um, and it was, it was incredibly emotional. It was incredibly touching. Everybody was crying. Everybody was um, really soaking it in. I think Yeah. Um, the performances were great. And then there were some 
random speeches. Dr. Drew came out, who I'm admittedly not a huge fan of at all. Um, and I have very specific reasons why, but I won't go into that today. Yeah. Um, and then Johnny Wright spoke a little bit. Lori, uh, nice. old manager. Yeah. Um, and they're, it, they said some very true things. Um, they were being true to Aaron and all of the things that he he was and and is um in in terms of like as a kid how bubbly he was but also as an adult um in recent years what his struggles were and they talked about some other particular struggles that the family has so um it was just a very real night very genuine um you know nobody putting on a face everybody just being very open about all of it and even though you know, Nick, AJ, all those guys are true performers. It was, it was very clear how genuine and real and authentic it was, um, even for them. So, yeah, because I mean, and that was a good, like almost dedication to Aaron too, because Aaron, even though sometimes it wasn't the best, he was always kind of true to himself, even if yeah. it was influenced in not a good way, sort of, I guess you could say. Yeah. He, I mean, Aaron was an interesting person. You know, I, I stopped following him, like I said, a few years back, but, um, but he was always very true to himself and always very much like, this is who I am, like, take it or leave it kind of thing. So, um, and yeah, he went in and out of being in a space where he could admit that he had some challenges, but, um, you know, he, he did fight through a lot of that. So hopefully, like Nick said, hopefully he's, he's found peace where he's at now. But, um, yeah, it was, I'm glad I'm glad it was a good went. I'm glad it was a really good event that it went off really well, that, you know, there wasn't any drama or anything like that, just from and, Nick and Angel. Yes. And, you know, I know it meant a lot to Angel and seeing her talk about it. And, um, she also was so brave. She, I mean, just to be in the position she was in as losing her twin to begin with, but then she's never been on stage before. Um, when I was talking to her before the show, she mentioned like, I have to go up there and talk and I've never done that before. And I'm like, how have you never done that? You're a Carter. And she's like, that wasn't, that was what my brothers did. I didn't do that. Like, no, I've no, never no. Been she, she was on stage because on one tour, I can't remember which Aaron tour it was. It was one that came to my hometown. Um, he had like a fashion show in between during one of his songs or something like that. And Angel came out. Cause she it was a fashion. Yeah. So yeah. That was, that was that was pretty much it, yeah. But she never she never took the mic, is what yeah, she was no. saying. She's like, I've never had to speak in front of people. Like being up on stage and walking as a model, like she's done that, but um, but not. It, she she spoke. She introduced things. She shared personal experiences, and um, she was terrified to do that when we were talking before. She was she was like so scared. Like, you got this. You're a bunch of people here who are here to support you because we love your family because we love we love this cause um so she it was nice because I was like I said I was right in the front and when she first walked up there she saw me and the friends and she kind of just locked eyes with me for a second I'm like you got this you're doing great it's great Um, yeah so she's she's super sweet I am really glad that she has been able to find um a cause like a a reason um a purpose I guess is probably yeah or a purpose that that came out of this um because it is a horrible tragedy but um you know, light can come from almost anything if, if you find a way to make it happen. And she was so determined. And so soon after yes. everything that happened. So, um, and I'm glad she's very close to Lance. They seem to be very good friends. So you gave her an avenue 
like she mentioned, I have a couple of connections. So I figured I'd try I'm like, one or two. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely, um, emotion filled. It was, you know, hearing everybody talk about their personal experiences was really sobering for me, not just, I mean, Nick actually didn't talk a whole ton. Um, not surprised by that, but, um, others like sharing their own experiences and why mental health, um, is important to them. Um, it was, it was good. I'm glad I went. Um, it was difficult to be there. Yeah. That's exactly why I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. I mean, I would have loved to have been there, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to handle it. I will say having an opportunity to give Nick like a good squeeze and, you know, saying hi to AJ and Lance and, and David Archuleta. And that, that was really nice. Like it, it's, I mean, it's just a weird feeling of like, you know, you worry, like I worry about, yeah. oh, yeah. about them. Um, they're not like, you know, my besties. I don't have their phone numbers to okay. text them, but that doesn't mean that I don't, you know, care. You know, about you know Howie is your bestie. <laughs> oh, I wish, man. I love that man. Um, don't tell so anyway. me we said that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, having an opportunity to go up and actually like look him in the eyes, tell him hi, um, you know, tell him it's good to see him and, and hear him, you know, talking to me and the smile when I gave him that painting. Um, it was, it was, that was really good. So yeah. it's going to, it's fortunate. It's going to, it's going to be emotional when um, I go, when I see, I guess the next time I see him is going to be like Nani's cons and start out of the country till basically then. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping that I can get my picture with Mark Paul Gossler before I see Nick <laughs> because I'm going to break down <clears throat> probably. So You haven't seen him since Georgia's show? No, um, Lexington. The weekend, the okay. week, the, my mom was in the hospital. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was yeah. last. So I haven't yeah. seen him since then. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> so that was that's my drawn out review of that event it was beautiful angel said that she hopes that they'll do more um and it, it's just it's inspiring and for me it just kind of kicks me even more to find more ways to get involved which is something that i think nick has always done for me because he's so charitable and everything he does yeah um, that he always just kind of sparks that that drive in me um and that's something that we in my family that we take we we try to to embody as well so um yeah it's nice to see that come to fruition yeah i'm i'm glad it was a really good event and um i guess i guess we can liven things up a little bit cuz please that was, <laughs> that was a little depressing but we wanted to get this out there because um amber hadn't really written a review or anything and it is nick related it was a, kind of a nick event sort of um it was. Yeah, so Carter. Cele- yeah, it's a Carter event. Um, so celebrating Nick. Yesterday, I was doing some digging around for mm-hmm. other things, and um, somehow landed back on one of my old web pages on um the Wayback Machine. And so I- what is the what is the oh the Wayback Machine? Okay, yeah, it's where you can find old websites that aren't up anymore, and sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. Um, it really depends on the kind of page it was. Like if it was a CGI type page, which was big back then, nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> or you know, 
anyway, if it was like that, it's hard sometimes to pull things. But if it was on a strict, straight up HTML page, I'll get rid of this nerd talk in a minute. You can, um, <laughs> you can sometimes pull stuff. So yesterday, I found my actual review of Nick's first concert at Guavaween in um, Ybor City, which is the part of Florida where he was arrested that time in Tampa. Um, is that the club <laughs> part? So, and that's so where. Which, so, which show are we talking about? Let's the very, very, talking- the the very, very first Nick like so, now or never solo concert. Okay, like his first full like you know, yeah, besides you know singing in a bar or something. Um, okay. so Daniel Bedingfield, I don't know if anybody remembers him, but he opened Daniel for him. Yeah. Yes, and his sister uh, Natasha Bedingfield wrote with Nick on um, All Americans album. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, she's, she's also a big singer as well. Yeah, she, she did own. a song with Rascal Flatts. Oh, did so, she? Oh, yeah. yeah, she did. She also has. Uh, I saw her at a festival um, in London once years ago. She's she's pretty good. Yeah, I like her. Um, but Daniel was really good too. He was nice. Um, so <laughs> I've shared pictures from this. So. We all know Nick came out in an orange jumpsuit and he um, had handcuffs on because of that whole thing that happened in Ebor where he was arrested. Um, so this, I wrote this, it happened on October 26, 2002. I wrote this on November 3rd, 2002. I guess, you know, I had to get, let now or never come out and get my thoughts together. I'm not sure what, why it took so long. So, because <laughs> you were just stewing in it, I was. I was all Nick all the time. Okay, so here is the review. So I went down to Tampa the for the day to see Nick's like, and I wrote Nick's like, like you know, totally. Nick's <laughs> like first real concert as a solo artist. It was wonderful, and some of it was hell. This time, I'm not going to write a full review because I don't want to. I, w- I don't want to leave things out. And well, I'm just going to say a few things, like notes, as I would say. You can tell my writing has gotten a lot better since then. It's a little, it's a little yeah. <laughs> so, so th- these are things I experienced, things I heard, things I loved, things I hated, and things I never want to see again. Nick Carter plus handcuffs equal paradise. <laughs> I have a new, newfound respect for bottled water and Nick Carter holding it. <laughs> These little rapper guys that were one of the opening acts, they sucked and kept saying bad boy. My response, if Puffy signed these freaks, I'm bitch slapping his ass. <laughs> Do you know who you were talking about? No clue. And it wasn't, B2, it wasn't B2K because they had already been out. <clears throat> but, not really rappers either. No, no, no. So I don't know who it was. Um... Okay, then let's go back. Um, Ebor, Ebor on an ordinary night is fucking cool because I had been there once before. Ebor during Guavaline is like a big ass group orgy. There's a breast, <laughs> there's a dick, and so on and so on. <laughs> Daniel Bedingfield is a cool ass dude. Mike, Nick's friend, not his bodyguard, but his old friend, is scary. Okay, maybe not, but I'd like to just say that LMAO. <laughs> You get to places early, comma, you get good surprises. I saw a big guy in a trench coat with a fake dildo hanging out of it. Then some lady took a picture with it, the dildo, in her mouth. Shudders. 
<laughs> okay. FLZ 93.3 really likes to give out beaded necklaces. And they also really like to do it if you lift your shirt. Um, <laughs> Nick poured the bottle of water over his head and tells, how, tells us how hot he is. And then says, anybody want to get wet? With my dirty mind, you don't know you don't want to know what the fuck I thought about, man. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Video cameras come in handy, trust me. I said that because I vid- my mom videoed it from a little bit higher up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a woman dressed as a witch handed me a slimy eyeball and goes, I'll be watching over you tonight. I hope the hell someone did because after Nick left that stage, I seriously can't tell you what I did because I hardly remember. <laughs> if you are less than two feet away from the artist on stage, you can turn the zoom zoom off on your camera. That That was for me because... I was in a moment of lust and <laughs> I had a like zoomable 35 millimeter camera. Yeah. A lot of my pictures came out a little blurry. Um, okay. <laughs> Nick really is the sweetest person on earth. Daniel Bettingfield watched Nick rehearse and then Nick proceeded to start singing. Got to get through this. Ebor strip late at night when you're half with it tire and the streets are crowded with people is the yellow brick road. It keeps going and going and going and never fucking ends. Nick saying he was scared shitless was damn cute. Nick looking at, looking at you and smiles while singing turns you to pure jello. Faith Trent, whoever she is, cannot sing. People were closing their ears at her. I guess she was another oh. opening act. I don't know who she is. I've never heard that name. <clears throat> Um, FLZ 93.3 kept playing Like I Love You by Justin Timberfuck a lot through <laughs> a lot through the afternoon at a Nick Carter concert. Kind of pissed me off, but I'm sorry. I'm partial to Eminem. They kept playing Made Up for that, though. <laughs> Timberfuck. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you can tell my feelings. Um, people were... Ha- okay, here, here, I remember this vividly. People were having sex on the side of buildings in the street everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's it. This is in quotes. I guess this is what Nick said. The Backstreet Boys are known for our love songs. When I went in to write for this album, I wanted to write love songs with balls. Of course you did. (laughs) All in all, I think this was the best concert I've been to. And not just because it was Nick or anything else. I really, really liked it. I kept wanting to see Kevin or AJ. I kept wanting to see AJ or Kevin or AJ to come out after he'd finished a song, but then I realized they weren't. But still, it was great because Nick was just high from being on stage and getting the feedback from the audience. And he was really, really happy. He really gets into the songs. <laughs> and, and well, I mean, really. <laughs> okay. Here, here's the best part. My ass is so going to see him again. I'm going to become a groupie, hang head in shame. Okay, maybe not, but my ass will go see him more than once or twice. Mark my words. I said this on November, was it November 3rd at 3.38 p.m. Eastern Time. That certainly has not come true. Um, yeah, no, I have never seen him again. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was the best part. I'm going to see him again. I'm going to become a groupie. <laughs> well, now... All these years later, you're publishing a book. This is twenty. That was twenty years ago because I was twenty-two. So yeah, it's been more than twenty years ago. That that me writing that is twenty years old. That's crazy. That's so crazy. And then (laughs) I also found. I don't think I posted this in our chat. I also found me writing about grad night. 
Did I post that in the yeah, story? Yeah, you did. You did. Okay, so it was. I wrote this on my fourth Backstreet Boy anniversary. Um, let's see. I'm trying to go through. I don't want to read this whole thing. Um, so while you're looking, so you, Kara's first ever <laughs> Backstreet Boys experience was her grad night at Disney well, World. And it's the night I became a fan. When, you know, Nick started the curse or... This this is what I said. Like, this is four years still fresh in my mind. So we go over to the Backstreet Boys and we're right up front. I mean, I'm right in front of the stage during everybody. The blonde one, I only knew who Brian was because I had a crush on him. The hell? Was standing (laughs) right in front of me, looks dead at me and goes, am I sexual? That did it. (laughs) And then I talk about getting the poster after coming back from Disney World. And then... And then I say this, and this is like the craziest thing. And just for the record, after having a conversation today, do you think it's weird how over the span of years you've had a few chances to meet someone and you never never really do, although you come so close and certain other whack stuff comes up and you don't until the right moment? This is basically about me no, not getting to see me, Nick. And then goes, dude, I swear I sound like I'm talking about chances are, which was one of my fan fictions, but I'm yes. not. Damn story. There goes my goddamn life going into fiction again. <laughs> but so, I'm serious. But I'm serious. What do you think it is? Just how just how shit works out or destiny or fate or any other whack stuff? It's whack. Because <laughs> like I can't go into it, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> so I when I read that, because you did you put that in our chat. I don't um, even know what hell I'm talking I had about. no idea what you were talking about. Like what know. is she getting? Because that was the first I, I guess you're talking about the first time you met him, but I guess it had been four years since that, or not no. him, but saw him. Yeah, I don't, because I had a bunch of chances where I almost met him um, okay. after the whole grad night, after I became a fan, like, especially in that span of after my Black and Blue concert and then before Now or Never, there was some instances, instances where I almost was able to meet him, but okay. didn't. I don't know. I keep saying whack. Yes, and you then, did. And then I and then I wrote cuz as C U Z. And whack makes me think of the night me and Rachel were with Nick and Kelly was there too at the hotel in Sarasota because I told him he was whack. Uh-huh. And, he, and he goes, What's that mean? I was like, you know what Matt whack means? And he goes and wiggles his tongue. I mean wiggles his tongue and rubs his nipples at me. Yes, because Nick is whack. Yeah. All those things. Uh, <laughs> it should be my word of the 2000s is whack. I don't know. This is some weird shit I just found while writing. I found on my old website. <laughs> I have Love come it. so far. But you can see how outspoken I am just by saying things. I haven't changed in that way, but in a little bit I have changed. Well, you're, I mean. I'm 42 now. I'm 20 years older. <laughs> your your writing has definitely changed a bit. Oh, yeah. That college education actually worked. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, yeah. It, it was fun to, to read those. Um, I, your experience, and we've talked about this, your experience early on was very different than mine. So it's kind of fun to, like, to get that perspective and hear about it. Yeah, because I mean, I was older, but also I didn't get the opportunity to go see like Millennium or I did. Get, I got to see one Black and Blue show, 
but I didn't get to do a lot of those things that like a lot of you other guys did, got to do. So Black and Blue was the very first concert tour show I ever saw more than once. Um, but you saw Millennium, right? I did see Millennium one time. There was like chances of getting tickets to that more than once were probably pretty low. Yeah, I don't know why or how we chose to get. To, I think because they did a second run. Like, um, I honestly don't remember the first time they came through, but I have the ticket stubs. Um, and then I, I very, very clearly remember the second time we saw the show and we were sitting like in the first set of risers. So like the 100s, but way in the front. So, um, and they had these, um, like the stage kind of pushed out onto mm-hmm. the, into the sides. So we got a lot of that because they were right there coming out into the oh, seats, essentially. The black and blue. Yes. Black yeah, that, that's where when I for my show, I told them I was first in line to get tickets and he was trying to give me four. And I'm like, no, I want to be right here by this riser. Yeah. See, and I, I don't even know, like, I don't remember the circumstances around getting those. Like, Millennium, I will never forget, like, like laying on the floor in front of the Rite Aid, waiting for my tickets and <laughs> all night long and uh, bringing, like, a boom box and listening to the, it was, I think it was the cassettes at the time. Like, yeah. Like, I remember that, like, visually, I still remember. We were making signs, and we um, made friends with a whole bunch of people uh, that were also in line. There must have been at least 40, 50 people in line overnight for those seats for Millennium. But but I have no recollection of Black and Blue, like, any of that. So There was, there was over 100 people there to get Black and Blue tickets. Um, because being in South Georgia, Valdosta, the mall, was, like, one of the few places where you could. Mm-hmm. get Ticketmaster tickets and so um, there was like over 100 people and we got there at like 4 a.m and um a few people had already slept out not many but when they did they had they made us do a lottery just so happened oh. my aunt that was with us won it oh well that's yeah <laughs> so um we were the first ones in line yeah I have no idea I don't know what happened I don't know if we did it on well, I don't know. Was that online an option back then? I don't even remember. I don't think so. No, I don't think it was because I remember having to drive to Albany, Georgia in 2002 to get my ticket for Guavaline. Yeah. See, I for, honestly don't even remember. Yeah. But um, but yeah, either way, that was that was the first yeah. show I ever went to more than once. And I don't know why, like what prompted that. Um, it had never really been something that, you know, would, would have been a consideration, but um, black and blue was it and then to this day I, I think the only artist I've seen more than once for a single tour is is Backstreet so uh, definitely Backstreet Boys um, I think following that up would be new it'd be a tie between new kids I guess and Luke Braun um, or Rascal Flatts okay I think or Reba, one of so them. You, I don't so know. You, so for those artists, you've been to the same tour multiple times. Yes, okay. definitely, definitely. Rascal Flatts. I think Luke Bryan. Um, I know he's up there for seeing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and then I've only seen Taylor Swift once. Um, trying to think, Reba. I know I saw twice on one tour. This was like back when I was like fourteen. Like. Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys had just got together. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't know that glory then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about it the other day at work um, when I was talking to someone at work. Well, the day I got in the go-kart wreck, someone mm-hmm. was asking, well, who else do you see in concert? And I'm like, 
other people have concerts? I was like, <laughs> I saw Mandy Moore. <laughs> you did year. recently. You saw one of her only shows before she shut the tour down. Yeah, I was like, I saw Mandy Moore. I was like, they were like, who you saw before? That I mean, besides Batch, I was like, <laughs> it's been a while. I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't know. I think I was like, <laughs> I think it, it was maybe New Kids on the Block in 2017. Really, that long? Yeah, because other than that, like, it's just been straight up Backstreet. Wow. I've had, I've seen, saw Carrie Underwood. We saw Dan and Shay. I saw Kane Brown. Um, a lot of country. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of Backstreet, too. I mean, when I first moved from South Georgia, I, it was a mix of the two. Like, me and Julia would go see, like, Thomas Red everywhere. We would go see um, Luke Bryan and then things like that but yeah the past maybe since vegas Mm -hmm. since vegas like it's just been straight up almost backstreet boys except with a mix of new kids well i guess also there was that big chunk of time where nobody was doing anything so there was that in the middle there that yeah but i do have a concert i have taylor swift floor seats oh that's right you got tickets yeah i I did not i almost forgot about that until the other day when is that show um it's a Sunday show. I want to say it's like April 28th. Okay. Yeah. The but, only concert I have coming up is um, Ed Sheeran, which I'm excited for, um, that I'm taking my son to. He's I'll, super excited. He's like my new concert buddy. I love it. I know. It. It's so cute. And although, although, let me say that if Backstreet Boys do something that weekend and I can't go see it, I'm going to sell them tickets for the cost of someone's liver. <laughs> well, honestly, Taylor Swift <laughs> tickets are probably going to, I mean, you could probably resell those pretty pretty fast and pretty I, I'm going to pay for my Backstreet trip. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Those tickets, are, I'm sure, are so expensive. But, um, but yeah, back to Nick. Yeah, so, okay. Let's talk about when was the first time you saw Nick solo? Um, okay. Since we just talked about mine, basically. I am a huge fan of him. I have never seen a solo tour ever. And I'm going to knock Amber out right now. <laughs> do we want to bring in something, somebody else to talk? Danielle? I, ha- I did <laughs> see the Nick and Night tour. Uh, that kind of counts. It, yeah, I wouldn't call it solo, but it was out, you know, separate from, from the boys. Um, I saw the Nick and Night tour. I was, it was right after, it was like a week or two after the cruise in 2014. Yeah. And I was, um, I think maybe 13 weeks pregnant with my son at the time. And I was like, I was so sick. I, I was just so uncomfortable. And I went on the cruise. That was the only cruise I'd been on. And I was super sick and uncomfortable the whole time on the cruise too. But um, I was just, that was the first time I actually spoke to him more than just a hi and a meet and greet and I was just because I did not get to him on the cruise once we didn't get a picture we didn't get like I mean aside from that, seeing him on that stage was crazy that yeah cruise, so yeah. I got pictures with I got pictures with and got to talk to AJ Kevin and Howie Brian I didn't get to I saw him like we talked from afar but I didn't get any pictures with him and then Nick literally no idea where he was the whole time um okay I have a, a visitor. <laughs> yeah, have fun. <laughs> um, letting me know they're going for a bike ride. Uh, oh, yay. Um, anyway, so um, I he had the like the VIP beforehand thing like for Nick, for Nick and Knight. They had a um, I heart Nick Carter. 
Yeah. And they, they did like a little, like there was a room that we went into and we're kind of waiting in the room. And then he came in and it was very casual. Um, he came in and I re- I still remember he was, he, he has just been playing a video game. I don't remember which one, but he came out and he was talking, like he was still in the game. Like, <laughs> oh, this, this happened and I was doing this and I was, um, so he was really like invested in the game still. And somebody in the room had been playing with him somehow. And um, he said something to to her and they were talking about something that had happened in the game and I don't even remember now what it was but it was pretty funny to watch and then um I went over to say hi but I was literally like with my son I mean this you know TMI I was throwing up like every day so I was like sweaty and like glossy and sick to my stomach and he walked in and I'm like no I'm really gonna throw up now because like he's right there in front of me like add the nerves to the like actual um baby sickness and um so the picture I have of us I hate um I like I just I look like a hot mess I felt like a hot mess but um but I did get to say hi to him and the thing that I really appreciated was um when I was on the cruise um I had a little onesie that um said Baxter Boys on it that I had handmade because back then they didn't have any um merch for littles and um, every, all the other four guys signed it on the cruise, um, but Nick, I couldn't get to him. So I actually was able to get him to sign it then. And so he completed my set, um, which Aww. was really nice. And um, Mike was there, um, his bodyguard, and he was joking with me about the pregnancy and asked me about, like, did you get pregnant on the cruise or something like that? <laughs> he was like, I don't think it was me. And I'm just like, <laughs> so it was a very, like, odd um that was a good you know, meet and greet, though. Chill, like, relaxed, but even though I was feeling like total crap, I'm like, yeah, this is the first time you get to see me real, like, really, because the, all the other times they've been group meet and greet, and you know, I was still pretty early on in, in my my experiences with him, so it was just like in and out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know all the tricks. So, um, so yeah, so I guess Jordan Jordan Knight, um, the Nick and Knight thing was the, the only time I only saw it one time. Um, House of Blues in San Diego, and we were front row. And like literally, my stomach was like on the stage. My my baby, like in that's my how, stomach. Yeah, that's how we were. I, I did two shows. I went to the first one in Nashville, which I loved my meet and greet there. I had this whole plan out. I bought this gold crown because I always wore tiaras back then. For mm-hmm. you know, my name was Princess Kara, mm-hmm. so I bought Nick a gold crown, and I was like, I want to do like a thug like picture, <laughs> like where we're both like thugs in it. And he was all for it, all for it. But he kept hugging me. And I was like, okay, just, but it made me so happy. So in my picture, I'm smiling like a jackass. And he's got this thug, like, pissed off look. So oh, I hate my picture. But Atlanta, it was kind of like, that, that meet and greet was different than the one in Atlanta. Atlanta was kind of like the one you were talking about where he brings everybody into a room and he's talking with us. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, talking, he's like, we, I just want like people to ask me questions, like yeah. talk to me, and he looks yeah. over at me. He's like, "If you have questions, yeah, I have, I have a video, and I'm like, what are you? Why are you looking at me? Like you know, I'm gonna ask something." <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he's like, "Because you are, I know you." <laughs> and all these girls just look down at me, like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "I always ask him questions. I can't help they give me the microphone." <laughs> yeah, he did the same thing. He we had questions and. I can't remember what question I asked, but I yelled a question out and he looked at me and goes, that's a really good question. And I was like, yeah, okay. But I don't even know what it was. 
I asked them. I I asked them. I had video of it. Um, uh, old friend took video of it. I asked them what that dance thing was he did during Love Somebody because I love it. It's like the crazy dance he did during Love Somebody. He called it the chicken dance. <laughs> I wish I could remember what I asked him and what his answer was, but I asked I'm sure there's video of it somewhere. I can't remember what the first question I asked was, but that that one I definitely. Maybe it was mine was before the cruise. It was like a week or two before the cruise, mm-hmm. and I I think I asked him what he was going to wear for ABC night. I think did he know? Or did he tell you? No, and I don't think he ever had a plan. <laughs> he just <laughs> grabbed a mat off the floor of the which I was fine with 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 those little <laughs> bright blue tidy whities tidy tidy. Well, I guess not whities, but tidy blueies up under it because <laughs> I was front and center for that, so I saw a lot. I was going to say, where I was standing, you couldn't see underneath that thing. Oh, but... yeah. I was right in the front center. Um, how did I he was... keep that thing from falling off his body? I don't know. But one time, my camera like, accidentally went up it. <laughs> I have never posted that video. Like, oh, I haven't. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, sitting there, and I think I was trying to video Howie, and he just walks right up there. Okay. I'm like, how do you accidentally go up? <laughs> because like, like my hands and the camera was like on the on stage and so like he literally walked right up there and I was like trying to video Howie from like over on the side because he was all dressed up in the Hershey Kisses and people were grabbing it grabbing yeah. you know the kisses and so yeah he just walked right up there and there we go <laughs> yeah I never posted that well you yeah, have some dignity or allowing Nick to have some yeah. <laughs> so well, small he has left <laughs> <laughs> after that night uh yeah well uh um, aj too yeah i don't even rem- i don't i don't remember seeing aj that night but um i'm hopeful that like I've, I've been able to do any solo nick shows but i have done you know i've been lucky enough to do some of his other events like um you know, yeah you've done a lot of those. you've done a lot of those yeah um I've done a few. I got to do the humble party a couple, well, a couple, not last year, but the year before, which was really fun. Um, I got to go to his birthday party in Vegas at Top Golf. Um, yeah, was that like 2018, 2019, something like that. Yeah, um, I think it was twenty nineteen because I think he turned thirty nine. I think it was thirty eight. Thirty eight. I okay. actually just found the picture of it, and it says something like "celebrate thirty eight or something like that. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, so I've I've had that that luck that fortune um so hopefully we'll see another solo tour sometime and i'll be able to attend you can go with me Yay! yeah i can't wait we get, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and he'll do something at um 90s con yeah well i don't even know if i'm going to that so we'll see and then and then uh <laughs> kara's convinced i am going I'm, you're going, and then <laughs> um, and then Zach Attack can come up from Say <gasps> by the Bell. Oh my God, Zach Attack! Yes. yes. Um, they just be missing. Oh well, sadly. Screech. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good if Lisa doesn't come either because she's become very weird. I I don't know her. Like I've never interacted she, with her. She's like had all this plastic surgery done on her face. She don't even doesn't even look normal. I'm excited Jesse's coming. <clears throat> yeah. Hope, I'm, I'm hoping Kelly comes. Oh my God. Tiffany Ambertheson was like my very favorite <clears throat> ever and ever. So I, I would be that, that or the Boy Meets World cast. If they show up, there will be 
I will, I will figure it out. I will magically show up there and it's, it's my, um, it's my wedding anniversary that same day, um, which, you know, Kara. So, you know, I just have to figure out how to tell my husband that I'm not celebrating our anniversary and instead going to see random nineties celebrities. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you can say, <laughs> I don't you know that he would agree. You can celebrate your anniversary like all year long. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. When is it? March. 18th. It's the 18th. Uh, that's Saturday. The 18th. Yeah. Trying to figure out. Do I have an? I don't have an anniversary or anything in March. Nope. Although it will be the 20. Hold on. May would be my 25th year being a Backstreet Boys fan. It's my. I guess my next anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years. Okay. Yeah, it's 25 years since I graduated high school, y'all. <laughs> and we found out recently that I have actually been a fan longer than you have. Yeah. So it's already, I'm already past the 25 year mark on mine. It was I'm just, I was just, I was just so anti, like trying to, not wanting to get into another boy band because n- new kids have broke my heart. <laughs> so I was very into country and rap. Which is an odd. I I was also into country and rap and hip hop. Uh, actually, no, I wasn't a country fan back then, um, and I was not a New Kids fan. So I don't really know how it happened. It just magically sh- they showed up in my life. The Backstreet Boys did. Yeah, I lost like I lost New Kids and Joey. I lost Zach when Say by the Bell went off the air. Oh. You know, not a, like I think was Luke it Perry. Luke. Well, he. I mean, I think he had left. 9210 for a while. Oh, I like, forgot you did. Yeah, so like, it was just a very bad time. <laughs> All I had was Chandler and Friends and country music and Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Um, my son has recently found Snoop Dogg, and it's quite fun to watch him try to figure <laughs> out his music. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> it's so funny. My, my seven-year-old is hilarious. Um, you had wanted to share your favorite Nick memory? Uh, I think it's the cruise. I've already talked about it. So much people are going to tell me to shut the hell up. <laughs> Which one though? You've been on them all. Uh, no, no. I ha- I did not do the first one. I went to the acoustic concert in Miami, but I didn't go on the cruise. Um, And then I didn't go on the 2013 20th anniversary. Oh, I didn't know that. For some reason, I thought you'd been on all of them. I've only no. done one. Um, let's see, favorite Nick memory besides the cruise, um, and besides the hotel thing that night, um, <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what you're talking about, that sounds, they can just pretend <laughs> this goes back to pretending I live in a fan fiction. Yeah, um, there was a great time at the Orlando concert where um, I asked Nick if he read fan fiction, and then he proceeded <laughs> this, and he proceeded to um, call out my confession. Nice. Did he know uh, it was yours? I don't know. I I didn't know. I mean, I hadn't. I mean, I had only like talked to him that only a few times since then. So like, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't know him like we know each other now, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know if he did or not. Um, so he just randomly brought up your yeah to you yeah a bunch of people called it out and he goes my confession and then um, let's see I'm trying to think <clears throat> other good times um, 
I don't know. This is just so many. Okay, hold on. Go back to that. So do you know which of your stories he's actually read? Or ha- did you ever find that out, or if he's read any of them? Never found out specifically which one, but I do know he had a login for my site back in... <laughs> okay, what year did we do the... Did they do the um, GoFundMe thingy for the movie? Was that, like, 2010, 2011? I don't remember. Probably. That era. Um, because At that point, he had a login? Yeah, because at that point I had I was already working in newspapers and so I was kind of paranoid about people, you know, in my real life going and because my name spelt like it is and Backstreet Boys, you get my stuff. And so I was paranoid about people reading my fan fiction. So I set it up on WordPress so that you had to have a login to read it. So Mm -hmm. that way I could kind of keep an eye on who's, you know, logging Mm -hmm. on to read stuff. Well, when he did the um, the GoFundMe thing for the movie, I was one of the first people to send money, like you know, donate. Mm-hmm. And I looked on the PayPal thing, and he used his real email address. Oh, rookie mistake! <laughs> so I, he was already following me on Twitter, so I sent him a DM. I'm like, dude, you're using your real email address. Go change it now. Mm-hmm. And um, he did eventually change it because um, other people I know donated and it had already been changed. So I was like, oh, I got his email address. <laughs> so I just kind of went one day, went, it's like, I can't say what it is. I don't know if he still uses it. So I'm not going to say it. Yeah, um, need to. But it seems familiar. Like, So I just went on my um, WordPress and you can kind of search for the users. You know, you got their email address because they had to have one to log up. Mm-hmm. Homeboy had a um, username for my site. <laughs> the username that is so good. It's so I can good. Say, I can say I can say the username. It was Shark something, but I can't I can't remember the exact use. But it was Shark. The first part was Shark. I can't remember if it was boy or girl or what. But it was the first part was Shark. Oh my god! And uh, some numbers. I I remember that. Anyway, so he did have a login for my fan fiction side. Now, whether he went on and read, I didn't, things weren't as. Why would he have a login if he wasn't actually looking around and like. Yeah. I feel like, because I I know like Kevin's admitted, like he's read a few things. I don't know if I've heard any of the rest. Actually, (laughs) um, not not necessarily fan fiction, but um, at the, at Aaron's event the other night, um, like I said, it was kind of chaotic when we were all doing pictures and. Uh, Jocelyn, um, who I believe you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's used to write fan fiction, so she's a, she's a writer. And mm-hmm. um, I can't, I don't know what came of it, but she walked up and they said hi, and he he made a comment to her, and she kind of like looked at him, and he goes, "Girl, I've read your I've read your stories or something like that," and she was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. So. He definitely has. There was rumors back during um, the um, Black and Blue tour, that kind of thing, about them reading. And this is back when there was no real way to track it except for I had this counter and you could see where um, people, people would log on from. Like when I logged into the counter, I could see like so-and-so visited from 
you know, Tampa, Florida, so-and-so visited from Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I found it and it was this, you can see the IP address and it was for a, I think I want to say it was for a Mac. I can't remember. But anyway, it followed the tour. That same <laughs> IP address. And there was always rumors that people would tell me that Nick was reading, like Nick and I think Nick and AJ was reading it, but I'm, you know, if I know. That's so funny. I, so, that's hilarious. I love that's, it. That's why a lot of people thought, and it's crazy to say, people thought my confession was about me at first. The, the, the story? Song, or the song. Oh, the song. Oh, yeah. Because during that period, I had dropped out of college and I was depressed. And that song, if you listen to the lyrics, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's wrong with your head. Every time I look around, you're somewhere else instead. I want to ask you why, but every time you cry. Mm. So that's why a lot of people, it was very weird. People thought it was about me. I was like, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But the first time I heard it it was on July 4th, they released something, some website released like little clippets and song, upcoming songs. And Mm. people on a message board, I think it was Live Daily, found found my confession and we heard clips of it, and I, like, cried. It was July 4th, I remember. I think it was 2002, because it was before the album came out. Yeah. That was weird. Well, now we know. Rumor put to rest. It was not about you. No, Although it was not. Have to, we have to hear it from Nick, I suppose. Yeah, I'm going to pretend it is. That's why he <laughs> That's why he wrote it on my hand and made sure it was pretty, as he said. Of course. Or yeah. my arm, not my hand. For your tattoo. So do you have any songs written about you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's on the upcoming album. You'll hear it soon. Um, I wish. Uh (laughs) Obviously, obviously, My Confession is my favorite Nick song besides um, I love Just One Kiss. That's a good one. I love watching him perform. I love the music videos. And I got you... um, I do, speaking of fan fiction, I do love I Just Want to Take You Home. We can write a story of our own. I always like to call it the fan fiction song. Yeah, you, you think it's about that. Is that what you said once? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I, I swear it's about fan fiction. <laughs> well, again, another thing we'll have to get clarified from Nick. Um, my favorite Nick song is Falling Down. I think that yeah. um, even though it's just so insanely sad um and as far as albums go like um that was my favorite sound of his was that i'm taking off that whole album um i just that's very much like my up my alley and it's very similar to the stuff that he was working on um during covid um like Mm -hmm. the last year or so ago um the humble party when he played those those songs a lot of them had the same kind of feel um and i really liked those songs so Falling down, um, I don't know, something about that song, the melody, um, it's just really beautiful. So I love that one. Um, and then, yeah, so many more, but that's probably my favorite, my go-to next song if, I, if I'm in a mood to listen to something sad. What's your more upbeat favorite next song? Mm. That's a tough one. Um, Burning Up, probably. Yeah, I love that one. I love that one. And actually, one that I really love that um, many people probably don't even really know is Scary Monster, which came out during the COVID world um, that he put out for some crypto something or other. But 
Um, I really like that one too. It's got a a cool feel to it. I forgot eighties movie. Mm-hmm. I absolutely like the song was stuck. I was singing it the day to my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a TikTok and something came up. It was something on my account and it came up. And I just love 80s movie because it's it's very now or never in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now or never is my favorite album by him. And so it's very it's very like saying dirty dancing. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. um teenage movie star. It's just uh it just makes me think of like all the court the Corey movies from the late 80s, early 90s, and just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely his style, I feel like. Yeah. Song. See, I love that. I love that style from him. I was not crazy about I'm Taking Off, the, oh, the album. So good. So good. See, I was not that crazy. It grew on me slowly, but at first, I was not that crazy about it. And that's how I felt about Now or Never. Oh, see, I love Now or Never yeah. from the clips I heard very opposite on that in the music and um all american is kind of in the middle for me now i I prefer um now or never to all american but um at first now or never was i don't know just not my style there's some on um all american that i really really love like i love all american i love get over me i love i mean 1999 is like my autobiography too basically (laughs) yeah we were yeah we were both 1999 like yeah, so like the more fast tracks on the harder tracks on All American are my favorites. I'm not, even though I have a, I, I, when I was a kid, I was a sucker for like the 60s and 50s, like almost songs like um, Horoscope and all that. Mm-hmm. I um, I used to love that type of music as a kid, but I like the mute songs. I just, it's not my favorite. Um, What about Sweat? Oh God! <laughs> In true Nick fashion. All I know is I remember um, I was shooting that for uh, some. I, can't, I don't know. Anyway, I was shooting that a live stream at the last show in Nashville. The um, I was live streaming it for something. I can't remember. Anyway. He was like, I was front and center. He was like right singing that right at me. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> like, oh man. Love it. Like, like I'm going to need a shower after this and a moment alone. <laughs> he likes to do that. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's like everybody, um, everybody's also really crazy about Miss America. So I like that song. See, I, I don't. I know you don't, and I know Nick doesn't care for it anymore, but um, it's a cool, it's just, it's different. It's not like your typical, like, I like the the, the guitar on it. Um, yeah, no, I, it's really sexy. I like that See, one. It is, it is very sexy. It's just, like, I only think I've listened to it, like, maybe five times in, in 20 years. Um, yeah, it's not even on my phone. <laughs> oh, wow. Um I, no, a lot of the other songs that he did from now or never, I feel like are a lot better. Like "Don't Walk Away," I freaking love that song. Um, "Forever Rebel," "Scandalicious." Um, oh, what's the other one that I really like? I can't think of the name of it. Oh, just "In Forever." I love "In Forever." Like he, he really liked that one because he had it. He performed it live on the tour, even though it wasn't on the album. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard that one. 
Oh God, really? Okay, I'm gonna have to send it to you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it's he. Um, I, there's a there's a video of him singing that. Um, that I have uploaded. I think from um, yeah, Alka Fest. Um, um, Alka Fest. I'll have to check it out. It was on a soundtrack too. I can't remember what soundtrack oh, it was. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, Is it Jimmy Neutron or something? Like yeah, that? it was a Nickelodeon something. Yeah, Aaron had a song on there too. Yes, I'm remembering that now. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Um, like I feel like some of those songs should have made the actual album album instead of Miss America. Well, I'm glad we got Miss America. <laughs> A lot of people are. <laughs> it's a fun one. I mean, I prefer Sweat, which I think is of the same. Oh, yes. Same vein. But um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I um, just I just want a Nick concert where he's just sitting there with his guitar, like on the stool, like he did on Nick and Knot or All-American, just playing the guitar and singing like, who like needs the world? Yeah. Like, who needs the world? Um, Heart Without a Home. Ugh, all the good stuff. Well, maybe one day we'll be able to convince him to do some of that. Ugh. Nick, listen. I'll, I'll go ahead and write a proposal and give to him. <laughs> um, a nineties con. Yeah, I will go. We ahead just and get write get a, everybody a nineties con to sign the petition. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and sign a petition. Well, I, no, that's not gonna work because he had me make a petition to bring the All American Tour to Atlanta, and we got like. 500, 600 signatures, and then he didn't do it. <laughs> Why did he have you make a petition for that? I don't. Why does Nick do anything? <laughs> because he felt like it. Yes. And then he forgets. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes he remembers. It just takes a while. Well, he's getting older in age now, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, that whole parenting thing tends to do that, too. You lose a lot uh, of brain power. See, that's, that's why... I, that's why I don't have kids because I can't lose anymore. Oh man, <laughs> it's like we're rapidly depleting on my end. Um, I didn't get to share my favorite Nick memory, and I yes. I don't know if I have one favorite. Um, I I know like the very first time I had any sort of like real interaction with him was at an after party, and he sang parts of blurred lines to me, like held my hand, and he sang like some very pointed lines, um, which I enjoyed um that was like the first real interaction i had with him outside of like pictures um but i think my like most like casual because i he tends to make me nervous um (laughs) but um i lose my thought i lose my like my brain doesn't work so well but when he had his birthday party um at top golf i got like a full-on golf lesson from him and it was like I was finally like, I was relaxed. I was enjoying myself. I was like, <laughs> in the right state of mind and got some got, like actual golf lesson from him, which was fun. And then my friend happened to be in the back, like it took a couple minute video. So I got a couple minutes of it um, on video. And I remember showing it to my husband who actually was a amateur golfer. And oh. he was like, I feel like I've told you all of those same things. <laughs> Well, then he's right. Obviously, he knows what he's talking about. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, oh my so God. golfing with Nick was fun, and Top Golf, just Top Golf, period, was really fun. Um, so I know there's golf is like a dirty word right now for some people, and <laughs> thanks to AJ, but I'm actually totally okay with that because golf is in in my blood in um in our household. So, um, but yeah, getting a golf lesson from him, having it on video, super cool. Um, 
I got a number of other things that I would, I would say are near and dear to me when it comes to those experiences. But um, that's the one that probably sticks out as the most. You know, I kind of have, I kind of have another one too, but it's kind of rude. The Atlanta after party for in a world like this, it was Howie's birthday. Um, That whole night has a lot of memories. So like we get up and we have, we have, me and Julia have VIP. We we had been rained on. Um, It had poured that while DJ Polly D was on stage doing whatever he was doing. <laughs> I just talked about him in the um in the TikTok video. He's getting a lot of attention from me right now. I hope he enjoys it. Um so we're in a line waiting and I'm trying to get like decent. And um we get up there and this girl that was gonna be in our group picture because it was like a group of five. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't care who I stand by. You can stand by Nick. I don't care who I stand by. She gets in there, she gets right with Nick and I'm just I I walk up and I just look at her like and then Nick looks at me and he tells her to move. Oh and she goes over, I think she says with Kevin. Oh my and god. Like, and then like points me to come right back with you. Oh my god. He tells her to move. That was a great it was rude. But you know, it was good for me. Oh my god, that's yeah. Okay. Well there you yeah. go. Well and... with that. <laughs> And then, and then that night, um, and then they're doing Howie's cake, and um, everybody's singing. I'm videoing it, and I'm like, "Blow, Howie, blow!" And it goes, <laughs> "Yes, blow, Howie, blow." <laughs> I see Nick hasn't changed much. No, I see Nick he hasn't changed much at all. <laughs> me either, really. No, you, yeah. <laughs> I have changed a lot. Like looking back at that old thing, um, blog post. Yeah, I've changed a lot, but Boy. like. Wrestling my writing. <laughs> that was oh, a weirdest. Man. And people were really scrolling on the side of buildings. That's yeah, I'm not real thrilled by that. And I was only 22, so like, I mean, I lived a sheltered life kind of at a little bit up at that point. I mean, I was from South Georgia, so you don't see that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a small town, and so it was. It was. It was like, wow, Cinemax is right in front of me. <laughs> well, well, I think hopefully I'll never see that. Yeah, I don't want to see it again either, unless it's somebody good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we've talked about Nick for God an hour time. and forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, we can just keep talking about Nick. Um, I think it was at what time did we start? One thirty that no four thirty yeah so it's, yeah still an hour and almost an hour and a half of... let's go let's go for ten more minutes and just make it a solid hour and a half okay <laughs> we've got some we got more Nick stuff to talk about okay so what is your favorite Nick movie mm, dependent easily that was a little gory for it was good it was a little too gory for me I that era of Nick was like. It was a good era. It was a good era. It was a good era. Um, And I didn't see, like, I wasn't a fan. Like, I wasn't in the fandom, I should say, at that point. So um, I didn't have, like, I saw it years and years later. Oh, yeah. And now it's not not even available unless you have it. Yeah, I think I have a download of it. See, I don't have it. So I saw it on, actually watched it, uh, uh, someone's reaction video to it. Um, so it's like them talking over it. It's kind of funny, but um, it's a hilarious reaction, actually. Um, she's terrified of the whole thing. It's it was really funny. creepy. Like, even for me, like, I used to love Freddy Krueger as a kid, 
And like even for me, that was just a little too creepy. Like it was really, really good though. I mean, I I um it left me with that like discomfort like that was like uncomfortable, the discomfort at the end of like, oh, what's gonna happen now? Like the the kind of like yeah. scary what comes next. Um, which is that's the point of a movie like that. They're supposed to like that's the feeling you're supposed to have. Like I feel like that's the goal. Um, so I think it, it went well. Um, but yeah, I don't know that something about that, but it was a short, it wasn't very long. Um, I can't remember like 15 minutes or something, but yeah, no, it was, it was very short. Yeah. yeah, But, um, I don't know something about that one. I really liked that movie. I like that. And I think it was super low budget, but it still was, it was very good as a, as a video student. Um, I don't know if anybody saw me post a movie I did that, and for, I had to do for college. It was I haven't very watched ghetto. it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Oh god, it was very ghetto. The audio I sucked. To... I was horrible at audio, but that next thing was very good. Yeah, it was. I mean, of course, you had probably a higher budget than like when I say low budget. I had no budget. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> I my senior when I was in high school, my senior thesis was um, filmmaking because at the time I wanted to be a, a film producer. Uh-huh. And um, I produced, I created, made, directed all the things. Um, I just didn't start it a film as well. And I have it on like a VHS and it's so, <laughs> it's god awful with no budget and the most random, like terrible sound. Um, yeah, but, my sound was horrible. Yeah, same. I didn't have any mics, but. Um, so, I yeah. did, but I was still horrible. <laughs> <laughs> sound was not my, audio was not my best part. Mine was the editing that was my that was my thing my, um, um my video we didn't realize until after it was presented that we left an entire scene out which explained the actual <laughs> <laughs> so like the resolution like some this the you know end of the movie happens and you're like whoa and you're like wait a second that makes no sense because we missed a whole scene but damn um that's okay <laughs> it was fun okay <laughs> well your your next, <laughs> okay um, so i have movie. to say I have to say two, and one is very controversial. Uh-oh. One, Dead Seven, because Nick is a freaking cowboy. <laughs> and that is something that I had longed to see throughout my, you know, my love of country music. And now that I'm watching Yellowstone, it's even better. Nick on a horse with a cowboy hat. Like, sir, <laughs> ride all day long. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like it was, just, it was, and it was very good. Like I was proud of him for writing it, you know, directing whatever he, everything else he did, you know, bringing everything together. I, mm-hmm. Like I was really, really proud of him, and so that's definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Another favorite is the controversial one, The Hollow. Oh, see, I have still not watched that movie. I have it on DVD. Yeah. Um, so, and this is why I love it. It's not really the acting. The acting, the acting is okay. He's gotten better over the years. <laughs> um, but he has. Nick had okay. This is because okay, so trying to figure out how to say this stuff without being mm-hmm. saying too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, he 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 filmed it right after the Now or Never tour was over. In between when I saw him at the hotel in Florida, when Kelly was there, and all that kind of stuff, when he talked me into going back to college. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had that long blonde hair that, that kind of longer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was more like huskier, you know, um, mm-hmm. and he played a football player. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about me and my past, <laughs> I have a, I had a, not really so much anymore. I've got, I've got grown it. I had a thing for football players. Mm-hmm. And Nick dressed like a football player in a locker room, just did it for me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I, that's like all, that's I've all, never seen it, so I don't know. But That's all I liked about the movie. <laughs> It's the only part I ever really watched. Well, I don't, the haven't story it wasn't good. <sighs> he okay. dies in it, I think. He di- he dies in that other movie. Oh, you totally with- just ruined it for me if I ever choose to see it. I didn't he- know that. Yeah. Um. He die also dies in um that plane the plane movie where he was he was like ghetto fab Nick Carter in it. Wait, what plane movie? Oh shit! I haven't. Hold on. It's it's the one with Andrew Keegan. Um. I don't know what movie you're referencing. Hold on, hold on. I got it down here. Let me see. Uh, see, there's Dead Seven. Kill Speed. Kill Speed. I have yeah. no idea what that is. I have to look that up. I have all my um, Backstreet Nick movies down here up under my TV. <laughs> yeah, De- Kill. I have Hollow. I have Kill Speed. I have Dead Seven. The only ones I have on DVD. Did you get the pendant? No, no, no. Um, I, my money was very limited then. <laughs> Um, I have it. Da- I have it downloaded though. I think I. I think I bought a download of it. Got it. I didn't. I didn't get the DVD of it. Um, okay. Okay. So Kill Speed. I'm gonna have to look into that. I loved Andrew Keegan. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, it, it was like a B, like a B movie. It, um, he gets in a plane. He flies a plane. I think I haven't seen it in forever. Um, <laughs> there was this movie place of um, DV, a video store um, that went out of business when I lived in Athens. Mm-hmm. And I went by. I went by there like one night after work, and I saw the hollow, and I'm like, "Oh yes!" <laughs> and then I keep looking. I'm like, "Kill!" So I was like, "Is that what's Nick?" And I look, turn up. So I got both of those movies oh, at funny. that place. So I got lucky with that. Interesting. Yeah, you did get lucky. But I also, I also really enjoy Nick on. Um, was it ten reasons or five something reasons for dating my teenage daughter? Oh, uh, yeah, that's that with John Ritter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, gosh, what yeah. was that show called? It's something, not... something, yeah, eight eight reasons. To, I can't remember exactly the number. Eight simple, but... eight, eight simple rules for th- dating my for dating daughter. My, yeah, so he played a drum instructor or something like that, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, I want a, I want a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Um, yeah, that was... That was a fun one. That was when he was really trying to do a lot more of acting, I think. Yeah, because he was also on um, American Dreams with Brittany Murphy. Um, Is that the one where he played uh, like Jay and Jay and the, Jay and the Americans? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Um, he was in a band, like was like the lead singer of a mm-hmm. local group or something. They wore, they wore them ugly green sweaters and he had his hair all <laughs> parted on the side and slicked over. I do remember that. I do remember that. That he was, was actually also in, um, what was it, nine hundred two one zero? Yeah, but he played himself. I can't remember. I I know he was on it. I don't remember the appearance. I don't know if I've ever seen it. But it, it was the old, the the newer, the the reboot of nine hundred two one zero. He played he played himself. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. It was another show too, and I can't remember what it was. Well, it was on uh, Sabrina with the boys. Oh, yeah. Um. I can't remember what the other show was. 
but definitely, definitely um, Eight Simple Rules and mm-hmm. The Hollow and, um, well, Dead Seven is probably number one. I mean, that was just. I, I saw, mean, I, need to, I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I think The Pendant just sticks out for me. AJ and. Um, AJ was Dead's, good in that movie. Oh, he was so good. Mm-hmm. Scary it was, good. It was, it was fun to see, like, the. The grouping of people that he put in that movie was just cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you had like, um, God, the the Latino singer that Howie loves, John John. Oh my God, I love yeah. him too. I love him so much. He's so good. You had him. You had um, um Eric Estrada. Um, oh yeah, you had Jack all Simmons the in it. Uh, yeah, that he played his brother. Okay, and then so- Joey. Because Aaron got mad that that he didn't play his part. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Zoe was in it, and Chris. Chris, Chris was in it. Um, Jacob was in it. I don't think was Dan. I don't think Dan was in it. Um, I don't know. Um, Trevor was in it. Um, I have to go back and watch now because, like, I didn't. I didn't, don't know. Olivia New- Olivia Newton John's daughter was in it. Was she? Yeah, she was the blonde girl that was with Eric. Oh, that's what that, that was kind of yeah, yeah. That her Chloe, her name's Chloe. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. She played. I think she played a like prostitute or something that came from the house. Oh. Howie in the Howie in the whorehouse was funny. Yeah. <laughs> How I loved watching <laughs> Howie in that movie. Howie was a, a highlight for me. AJ was really good, and then Joey's character was fun for me. Oh, Whiskey Joe. <laughs> he did Whiskey. a good job on that. Whiskey Joe, yes. Yeah, well, I wonder if if he'll do another uh, passion movie project at any point. It'd be fun to watch to see what I he would. comes up with next. Okay, so when we were on the cruise at 6 o'clock, but I'll go ahead and say this real quick. Um, so when we were on the cruise in 2016, um, he, he did a little Q&A before they played Dead 7 as his like, solo event. Because I, I remember we were sitting kind of toward the front of the row and um, and he was talking, someone asked him if he had another idea for a movie. And he said, yes, he had an idea about um, this boy band and one of the members gets kidnapped by fans. Because I had, I had just read um, Kill the Boy <laughs> Band with my friend Hannah, uh-huh. which if you've read that book, which is awesome. Um yeah, it's it's a, it's a great story. Um, anyway, it, it's very similar to that. And I was like, well, there's already a book about it. He just kind of looked at me. But he, he planned it where they kidnapped like the Howie of the group, which ironically in the movie is who they kidnapped, kind of the Howie of the group. Like, it was based on One Direction, but oh. know, I, th- I think it was like Louie or some, someone um, that they kidnapped. Um, but yeah, he said he had idea for that. And that he was working on the script. Um, but that was 2016. That was, shit, seven years ago. Fuck. Yeah, it's been a long um, time. I mean, he's been busy. <laughs> yeah, he's had a few things to do. Yeah. Um, he's brought a few lives into the world. A couple. Um, but yeah, so um, I know he's written stuff. Um, I know. But I, I imagine that he's probably written stuff um, like during the closures as well. He probably has some ideas. Or I want to know if he got any ideas or from fan fiction? <laughs> That's a great question. Let's ask him that next time we see him. I'm going to do it. I y'all, really want to know. 
I mean, it's going to be, there's no way he's going to remember now, but I really want to know if he'd ever read any of your stories that we have to, like, I have to, I would love to see you ask him that. <laughs> I just want to see that his response. So uh, if I go honestly, to that I'd be time, scared. <laughs> I'd be I, scared. Then I, I'm going <laughs> to, then I will ask him for you and <laughs> you, I just want to see. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I'm just gonna be standing there like uh, I haven't written a thing. Oh, here's my book. Sign it, please. Yeah, right. (laughs) I've never written the book that I wrote about you. It's just a book. It's a real book. It's not. It's not a fiction. Yeah, because he told he said in Orlando that you know fan fiction was fake. It it was. It was not real (laughs) because it was bad. It was fake. (laughs) Well, I mean that's the definition of fiction, so that is accurate. Um, It didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh my god all right well we will have to draft a list of all of those questions and i will find a way to get to 90s con if you can find a way to get the boy meets world cast there i will be sure to find a way to get there i will try i have been savage on um speed doll (laughs) he won't do cons oh yeah because he's running for office he sure is running for office here in the great state of california um some like congressional office i'd have to look he's out of my district you should should volunteer (laughs) he's out of my district i don't know if i can for him but anyway um all righty well we want to celebrate nick so i'm glad we got a chance to talk all things nick for an hour and a half um i'll let you guys know how the cake turns out that i finished decorating it yeah that's important we have to know And okay. What you decide to do for the um, the frosting because I need to know. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> everybody. We will talk to you guys next time, and we promise we will try not to let it be a month and a half in between shows. Or or a hundred percent about Nick next time. It'll be about other people too. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody else matters. <laughs> I would disagree <laughs> with that. Okay. Got thank it. you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Right, bye.